Chapter Twenty Four of A Soldier's Letters to Charming Nelly. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Asterix. A Soldier's Letters to Charming Nelly by J. B. Polly. Chapter Twenty Four. Texans in Virginia. Phillips House, Virginia, September twenty seventh, eighteen sixty four. Just now we are on the north side of the James, about eight miles below Richmond, taking our ease something in the manner of the old planter's darkies down in Alabama. When they came from the field to dinner, he was accustomed to say to them, Now, boys, while you are resting, suppose you hoe the garden. Thus General Lee said to us when we reached this place, now gentlemen while you are resting at the phillips house suppose you watch beast butler's negroes at any rate that is what we are doing and not grumbling at the task either the darkies so far appearing devoid of belligerent propensities and picket duty consequently being very light it breaks in somewhat upon our otium cum dignitate and dolce far niente but it would not only be unmilitary and insubordination to refuse but dangerous in the double sense of exposing us to a court-martial and to being suddenly and unexpectedly gobbled up by mr butler and his ethiopian cohorts we have well earned the small privileges granted for from may the first of this year until arrival here the brigade has been constantly on duty marching fighting and what is infinitely worse lying in the trenches under a broiling sun and starving in some of the days to come when peace has spread her white wings over the land and i have pacified the craving of my inner man with a god's lavishment of good and wholesome food i may be able to find pleasure in the recollection of the hunger experienced at petersburg not that rations enough were not issued to keep body and soul together and maintain strength at a maximum but the quantity was so distressingly disproportioned to the appetites and capacities of the recipients as three days rations for fifteen men the commissary sergeant of the company usually drew seven pounds of rancid bacon you would have been amused to see him distribute it impossible to do it fairly by weighing on scales which marked only pounds and fractions of pounds and not ounces and pennyweights he would cut it up into as nearly equal shares as possible and then requesting a comrade to turn his head call upon him to say who should get this or that pile i said it would have amused you but i retract the assertion we are used to such tragedies and can laugh and joke over them but you a tender-hearted woman would have cried for you would have seen behind the laugh and the joke and detected the almost ravenous hunger of the gaunt and ragged men who like dogs for a bone waited and watched so earnestly for their portions the sole relief was in imagination half a dozen of us getting together and describing the dinner we should like to have the morning we left the trenches at petersburg i got a twenty-dollar gold piece from my good old mother in far-away texas 
three of us brahan wiseman and i determined to have a feast and had it in the shape of apple dumplings and a sauce made of sugar and butter buying the ingredients in petersburg at a cost all told of eighty-seven dollars confederate and we had colonel bain to dine with us too for nowadays regimental officers of the highest rank are on the same footing as privates with respect to rations and the colonel was not only as nearly famished as either of us but also out of money my gold i sold for four hundred dollars in confederate money and now it is all in the hands of the hucksters as long as it lasted i bought everything i could find that was eatable and for sale now since it is gone i managed to live on the rations issued by the commissary i ought not to have spent it so lavishly you think why charming nelly what lease had i on life to be a little irish i should feel like a fool were i killed with money in my pocket shroud coffin and funeral cost nothing up here in virginia one's friends should they find you and have time will always bury you in a shallow grave and if they don't perhaps the enemy will no no the only sure way for a soldier in lee's army one of lee's miserables to get the full worth of his money is to spend it for grub and eat what he buys in a hurry diogenes made light of his rags as long as people kept out of his sunshine but he found no comfort in philosophy for an empty stomach and neither can i delighted as we were to escape the breastworks at petersburg we came near jumping from the frying-pan into the fire for the very next morning after the dumpling banquet the brigade was ordered around to the left of our line to support hoke's division in an assault upon a yankee fort most fortunately there was a change of plan and we had only a terrific shelling to endure for an hour or more during this general beauregard and one of his staff whose spick and span brand new uniform shone resplendent with gold braid sat down in a shallow ravine very near a pine tree the safe side of which i was hugging a fellow feeling especially of fear makes one wondrous kind and notwithstanding his rank and finery the aide kindly lent his cigar to light the pipe of a ragged texan who sat near him emboldened by this act of condescension the texan asked what command would support us when we moved forward this was a step too far and with freezing hauteur the officer replied that's the business of your commander sir not yours and turned to the general as if for commendation and he got it but as the boys say over the left for casting a stern glance at him and saying that is not the way to answer veteran soldiers captain they have a right to know the truth on an occasion like this general beauregard courteously gave the desired information and then entered affably into conversation with the inquirer two hours afterward we boarded the cars and by sundown were camped in the pine woods five miles north of richmond between daylight and sunrise next morning we heard the loud explosion at petersburg which announced that the yankees had at last sprung their much-talked-of mine 
supposing it was dug beneath the part of the line so recently vacated by us expressions of mutual congratulations were frequent and earnest bill calhoun voiced the sentiment of all when he said well fellows it's a damned sight more comfortabler to be standing here on good old virginia terror or firmer than to be dangling heels up and head down over that cussed mine not knowing whether you'd strike soft or hard ground we expected for a time to be recalled to petersburg but in the evening learned that the projects built upon the mine had resulted in a grand and ridiculous fiasco and that the yankee loss had been far in excess of ours my admiration for general wade hampton was always large and became immense when taking the place of stuart he adopted the tactics of general forrest and transformed the virginia cavalry into mounted infantry the two legs of a man are difficult enough to manage on the battlefield but when they are supplemented by the four of a horse the six have a singular tendency to stray absolutely beyond control liking however changed to dislike when one of the warmest days of august he persuaded us to hold the bag while he drove a brigade of yankee cavalry into its open mouth the trouble was the yankees were too wary to fall into the trap and in our efforts to induce them to do so the location of the bag had to be changed so often that our infantry lost more men by sunstroke than hampton's cavalry did by fighting still just before sundown we not only got within range of the federal rearguard but cornered them as well and killed and wounded a few captured quite a number and drove the balance into the chickahominy swamp and of those who unwisely sought that miry refuge we captured a dozen or more pulling them and several splendid horses out of bog holes into which they had sunk until only their heads were visible on the evening of august the eighteenth the brigade was at new market heights occupying a line of breastworks from which it could look down with lofty contempt scorn and defiance upon the enemy in the open valley below to prevent the force in our immediate front from dispatching reinforcements to their troops on the left then being pressed by hampton's cavalry several confederate batteries were brought forward and began a vigorous shelling two guns were placed within fifty feet of where i sat with my back against the breastworks writing in my journal well accustomed to such small demonstrations and securely protected from danger i felt neither curiosity nor fear but lieutenant eli park and pat penn of company f having nothing else to occupy their minds stood up and peeped over the works to watch the effect of the shells pat almost touching me and park just beyond him the firing continued perhaps ten minutes when pat stepped back ejaculating oh pshaw in such a peculiar tone as to attract my attention looking up i saw that park's head had dropped forward and rested on the top of the embankment some sharpshooter away off on our right having sent a ball through it it was a sad and most unexpected ending of a vigorous and promising young life 
he had applied for a transfer to texas in order to be near his widowed mother and not half an hour before the fatal shot spoke of his application and expressed a wish that it might come back approved before the detail for picket duty was made for he knew he would be the officer detailed although he made but the one application two transfers came approved before the sunset one from an earthly commander to texas the other from his god to another world the last alas first dr jones the surgeon of the fourth is from west texas when first appointed assistant surgeon of the regiment the boys said it was a shame he was entirely too young either to prescribe for the sick or carve and saw on the wounded and besides he neither looked nor acted like a doctor at eltham's landing the objectors were altogether too excited to notice where he was at seven pines they didn't get enough in danger to care where he was but at gaines mill our first baptism of fire when it was discovered that he followed close behind the line into the very thick of the battle and reckless of his own peril remained sufficiently cool and collected to bind up a wound staunch the flow of blood and to do the right thing at the very moment it was most needed the sentiment changed and to-day dr j c jones is the standby and dependence of both the sick and wounded of the fourth asked once why he did not stay farther in the rear he answered because it is the duty of a regimental surgeon to go where he can do the most good many a brave man has died from loss of blood which by a minute's work at the critical time a surgeon could have arrested the fourth texas was the happy recipient the other day of a box of clothing sent by the ladies of middle georgia the section of the state from which came the eighteenth infantry an open-air meeting of the regiment was immediately called colonel winkler elected to the chair and a committee of five of whom i was proud to be one of which appointed to draft resolutions expressive of our gratitude the committee repaired to the spring and its members stretching themselves at full length around upon the green grass proceeded to discuss the work before them scarcely however was a general outline of it agreed upon when jim cosgrove and bill burgess drifted off into an argument concerning the battle of waterloo and as burrell acock and lieutenant grizzle at once became deeply interested in the dispute the manufacture of the resolutions devolved wholly upon your humble servant who gave his whole mind to it as completely as did the dandy to the tying of his cravat he fell short i fear of literary excellence yet contrived to frame half a dozen resolutions that were warmly applauded and accepted without amendment then my friend grizzle sidled up to me and in a confidential way asked me to write some special resolutions for him to one of the ladies as he was engaged to her and she had sent him a lot of nice things in addition End of chapter twenty four